Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave, and with me, as always, is the world's foremost ring fit adventure spade runner, Sam Grezis. Unfortunately, that's not true. Yeah. I lied. <laughs> Working my way up. Um, I, uh, I, D- Dave says this because I streamed a Ring Fit Adventure speedrun today. I'm trying to uh, do it for Summer Games Done Quick this year. Um, I, my times are currently between like fifth and ninth, depending on how well I do, uh, which is respectable on the leaderboards. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I want, I want to do it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. And it's really weird, uh, to, to speed run a game like that. Yeah. I have to add, like, cause I've heard the games actually got pretty long. Like it's like, it's reasonably long. Oh, it's super long. I only speed run the first like stage. Like it's the first three oh, levels. That is so you're not doing like an any percent oh run, my God, anything no, like yo, that. But there, there are people. That <laughs> I wasn't do, sure how much you were doing this. There are people that do. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I talk on Twitter with one of them. His name's Ventifer. Uh, they did an article about him. Um, I think he currently holds the any percent record. Uh, and it is a 19 hour speed run. Oh my God! That is also like, I mean. <laughs> You know how grueling like a normal speed run can be just playing games for that long? This is fucking exercise for 19 hours. No, thank you. No, I don't want to do it. Yikes. Like, no. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought you were doing it. I thought you were doing it like a pretty decent amount. I didn't realize you were doing like the first. It's one, yeah. It, the the whole it's like the what what I do is it's like it's. Somewhere, depending on how fast I am, uh, somewhere between like 22 and 25 minutes of really, really, really hard workout. Um, whereas I believe, like I would assume in any percent run at like, because the run I do is at max difficulty. And any percent run of the whole thing is normally at the lowest difficulty. I think someone's working on a highest difficulty run, which is just crazy to me. Um yeah, I I don't know. I it's 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 wild to me that people do that. Um, I would highly recommend the article. I th- God, I can't remember where it was. I'm I'm literally gonna look it up right now. Ring, Fit adventure speed run. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's a there's a Kotaku article. The one I really liked though it was a Eurogamer. Um. Uh, article um, about pretty much about Ventifer. It's fucking wild that people do that. It's very impressive. God, that, that's almost like harder than a marathon to do that. Like I, yeah, 19 I, hours honestly, of exercise. Like, yeah, Even I if don't, you take breaks. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's my thing is like, I don't know because I like, I, I've never tried it, right? I don't know how hard it would be, but it, I would argue that it's harder than a marathon. Yeah, you you are running especially in because place, like the like, further you get, the more tired you're gonna be. Exactly, exactly. Like it's not like a regular game where like you can shave off minutes and eventually like you, like these speedrunners who are like taking down Ocarina of Time to like ten minutes, that kind of thing. Like that, like when you're when you're going for that speed run, 
The 10 minutes, like basically if you can't get it in 10 minutes, you can take a break. Right, exactly. Like if you're, or you like, like if start you're going for whatever. like the longer you exercise, the worse you get at exercising. Exactly. Right. Like, the degree like, of difficulty spikes where where you and you can't really predict it the same way you can in another speed run like, okay, so this is the hardest trick in the game. This is where it is, so I need to be on point for that. That's not really the way it works, right? Like the game isn't designed to be sped run. It's designed no. to make you fit at like <laughs> like reasonable short time spurts to like build you up. Like I have to imagine like towards the end of the game, the game expects you to be in better shape than you were at the beginning. Well, uh, so, so it ex- yes. maybe it expects like more precise uh, movements. Yes and no. I don't know. So You've the, played it. Yeah. So the way it works, that's the, the difficulty will come in, um, in you just getting tired. The game doesn't necessarily get harder as you go along. In fact, in a few ways, it gets easier just because you do more damage. Um, so the way that difficulty works is you kind of set it yourself, right? Level up my abs. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. So, like, there, the lowest difficulty level is one, the highest is 30, and that kind of affects, like, how many reps of each exercise you have to do to, like, complete the exercise, right? So if you're at level one, you might have to do, like, seven. At level 30, you might have to do 37, right? So, uh, so that's kind of where the difficulty comes in. The game kind of ramps up in a way where, you, yeah, you fight more difficult monsters, but like in any RPG, you can grind experience. So in a lot of ways... Uh, the game is kind of hardest when you're just starting out because you're you are under leveled, and if you do side quests and stuff, you can over level yourself pretty quick, and then all your battles are a little bit easier. That said, you're still fucking working out, and you're still getting more and more tired. Like the further along you go, the battles are taking longer. Like it's it is a fucking haul, dude. I can't believe people yeah. do it. Well, that's very you. Mm-hmm. Sam Gressis. Doing doing fitness and video games. Yeah. And occasionally taking a break to talk about football with me. Heck yeah. Check check me did at SGDQ, maybe. Did you watch any football this weekend? Nah, man. Nah. I did not either. I didn't want to. I didn't, want to. I, I didn't realize how right you were about what you said about the XFL until this weekend. I just, I didn't not, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. I didn't, I didn't want, want it. it. Honestly. I I got home and like I spent Saturday honestly kind of miserable. Like I went out, we went out Saturday. We went to um, a big state park like an hour south and we just wanted to go for a nice big hike and we went into the woods and like halfway through the hike, it starts to rain on us and then it starts to snow on us. We took uh, a wrong turn and ended up doing like worst. an extra mile down like an abandoned road before we realized we took the wrong turn. No. We came back. By the time we got back to the car, we had done like nine miles. We were miserable. We were soaked. We were unhappy. I got back and I realized there were still XFL games on and I was just like, nah. Yeah, right. And then you Sunday. You don't want to do that to yourself. And Sunday, I. I got to work on my comic and I normally just watch shit as I'm working on my comic. I yeah. have like my little side computer pulled up and you got something on in the back. I, I saw people talking about the XFL and I'm like, nah. And I just watched like a movie on HBO that I've been meaning to watch. Mm-hmm. That's 
I did not want to watch football this weekend. I didn't need it. I. It's just not. It felt good to finally be free I, of football. I, I don't want to watch this. Hundred percent agreed. hundred percent agreed. There are also like other good shows on now. I like. I I haven't yet, but I was like considering on Saturday and Sunday. Like I didn't. I ended up watching movies, which I wanted to watch, but like. I, I wanted to, like, catch up on shows I liked. I wanted to, like, give uh, fucking Lego Masters a shot. Because apparently Lego Masters is really cool. I uh, I watched the season premiere after the Super Bowl of The Masked Singer. And I get why people like that show. It's actually a lot uh, of fun. It is? It is I, I promise I, you. I, I, give, it a, give it a shot. Give it a shot. On sheer principle, I am just not going to touch. Fair. Fair. I What I will say is... The fun part about it is it's like a puzzle that you have to – the fun part about it isn't that you're hearing celebrities sing. That's not the nugget of the show. The nugget of the show is that they give you hints in song choice and in like this intro thing uh, and in the costume itself of like who they all are. Um, so like the the fun part is like untangling all that. And also laughing at the judges when they're really stupid and and get it wrong. Um, I guess I can kind of I, I can kind of see the appeal of that. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's more of, of a puzzle than I, anything else. I'm so tired of celebrity worship. Yep, and that's yep. all that show is. Yep, that, that see, that's show is true. celebrity true. worship. Yep, kind of at its worst. It's a reality show where not even regular people get to have fun. It's all just about the celebrities. I think, and that, it's. It kind of makes me sick I, from a, so, just just a, a moral standpoint. I, I got you. I got you. I, I think that uh, there are a lot of folks that – and I mean that's whatever. Like you can watch the show that way. Fine. I think there are a lot of folks that do. I think there are a lot of other folks who are just like it, it – who watch it kind of like it's a whodunit, you know? Or at least that's what appeals uh, to me about it. It is a mystery show in in like – pop music clothes uh with celebrities so well, i guess what i'm saying is that i would really like a true whodunit show i wonder how that would work i do not know. like what kind of format would you think a whodunit show would be i don't know i mean it would probably be a lot like the masked singer in a lot of ways I, it just in the in that you get more information every week uh, there's a like killer or whatever, uh, that you got to figure out who it is. And I don't know. There's, there's a lot of Twitter discourse about it. That's probably the entire way it would work. Probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, I watched, I went back and I watched highlights from the games and I don't know, like it kind of st- it kind of reminded me of week one of the AEF, uh-huh. which there, I, I do want to stress. Yeah. I like I, we went all in on that. Like the we two of us, we got ourselves hyped. We were we were some of the most hyped people for the AEF. I would have bought the it. Atlanta Legends jersey if they had if they had made it through the whole first season. I would have bought it, and they were the like one of the shittiest teams. In fact, I'm actually going to look up Atlanta Legends coach's jacket right now. But yeah, no, we loved it. I was totally into it, but even by like mid season, I had kind of forgotten the games were on. They they and, didn't fucking and, they didn't fucking make it to mid season, dude. They they made it to like 
sixty percent of the season. Really? I think it, it was that far. I, I, I think I they, feel like I they think only they played got, like five games. I think they got at least halfway through their season. Okay. Because because like the X, I think their season was ten weeks, and the XFL season is ten weeks. It ends like the same weekend as the draft, mm-hmm. which is. They're really going for this period of time, which again, I think was a mistake because this is the interesting time of the offseason for the NFL. Right. This, this is literally the time frame where we're like, oh, hey, free agency is happening. Oh, hey, draft analysis. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking hate draft analysis, but at least it's like news right. and things that are talked about and discussion worthy stuff especially if you're into that kind of thing whereas stick this shit in june and july where there ain't nothing nothing. you stick this stuff in like june and july or you start it i don't know like half like i don't know end of march yeah right like right kind of near the draft so that like like the middle of the season like there's the big draft hullabaloo and then after the draft you can you can keep watching the xfl maybe that's that's what i'm thinking is is that is this was the smartest time literally the week after the draft like between the draft and and the preseason right i think that was there something like that that would be a big deal too because that would basically allow the uh, players who perform well to kind of kind of put on their resume for potentially getting into an NFL job. Yeah, and also it would allow it would allow the XFL to have like they they could have open spots for undrafted free agents, right? That's true. You keep the there's I think somebody noticed this, but there's a team nine. When you go to like the XFL website and you go to like teams, there's this team nine Jesus, thing creepy. that's listed. And it's effectively like the practice squad team mm-hmm. of just players who aren't on one of the XFL rosters that they're just sort of keeping. Sure. Just, just employed uh-huh. to like do random stuff. And then like halfway through the season, I think team nine is dispersed and all those players go on different rosters or something like that to fill spot. It was an interesting concept. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. It was it was kind of cool. Yeah. But I like, like that. we the XFL is not going to beat the NFL. No. They cannot do this competition. They cannot treat this as a competition. The AAF had the right idea. Work with the NFL yes. as a supplementary league. Right. The NFL would not try and crush them. They would not do anything weird to sort of push them out of the way um players who might be on the bubble or anything like that would see the xfl or the aaf at the time as a way to get their foot in the door more or less as a minor league we saw that happen uh with because josh jacobson or whoever yeah who is josh jackson was he josh jackson i can't remember can't remember some some guy who was going to be a quarterback in the XFL and then or the AAF yeah. actually, or the AAF or something much. and then got called up. But like the XFL is not going to have the top talent. It's never going to have the top talent unless the NFL starts to implode. And it's the also NFL's not too popular. Gonna, it's also not going to have the kind of like when you tune into the X like extreme football league, it's not going to have that like pre-concussion 90s like super hard hits nfl like fucking blitz the league suplexes that break people's backs in half right it's not like my thing is that is that 
the XFL straddles this line where it's trying to be NFL blitz, but it's also trying to be real football. You know what I would watch and what Vince McMahon has um, uh, experience with? A Harlem Globetrotters meets the WWE-style scripted football league. Like a football show? Kind of, sort. Well, yes and no. I'm, I'm thinking more WWE-style, right? Where there are, like, there are suplexes, and there are, like, uh, these these dangerous moves, but they're done in safe ways, right? You do the hard hits, but you do them in safe ways that look super over the top. Um, because that's what, honestly, that's what fucking people want out of a league that was like their the XFL, gimmick. Right? Th- like, that's the funny that's thing is, like, want. when the XFL came out, that show, that sort of, like, WWE over-the-top, ridiculous, violent action Yes, kind of just, like... That was their gimmick. That's, that's that was what, what supposedly separated them from the NFL. And then when everybody tuned in to see it, and then, like, the actual football was kind of crap. Right. This time, watching it, it just looked like the AAF again. I bet. There was, like, the, the marketing gimmick that separated the XFL was the stupid early 2000s attitude era nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's not there in the current league. It's just the AAF level of football again. I'm, I'm just There's saying some different rules. There's some cool stuff, like with the rules, like the fact that the reporters can go up to like all the players on the sideline. That's super And the cool. players, like that's pretty neat. Like that. like you go up to a kicker, like right after he misses a <sighs> kick, and he's just like, yeah, I tried to pull it, and it went left. Like I, I screwed that up. Like that's, it's pretty neat that you can like hear the coaches calling the plays. There's a lot of interesting little stuff the play on the field is as expected for players who aren't good enough to be NFL players right. or washed out NFL players. It's it's the same league. So so that's all it is. Half the players are the same players who were in the yeah, AAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, Aaron Murray's back, right? Like fun, mm-hmm. man. Will Hill's back. Yep. I saw Will Hill on the uh, I think is the Battle Hawks. Mm-hmm. I remember he was a big deal on whatever. I think he was on the Apollos. Uh, the, best, the Apollos best team, AF team the best ever. AF the undefeated. Team. Yeah, undefeated. Undefeated. Undefeated, undefeated Apollos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see somebody made a ring for them? No. Oh, that's amazing. I fucking love that. That's great. Let's see if I can find it for Give you. The fucking ring. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. 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 Like Alliance champions. It's actually a pretty solid ring. I, 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 would, I would hope so. I would hope so. Honestly, like they, they fucking deserve it. They, that was, that's good. That's good. And they, they are always, they are the only, there, I, can we think of, has there ever been in, in professional sports history? Well, I mean, I guess if you count like Floyd Mayweather, there are a lot of, a lot of boxers and MMA folks are undefeated, but I'm wondering if there is any other team any other professional sports teams that is complete has is in their entire history in the league undefeated. I don't know. I'm wondering. I, the, and the, I, I feel like that's a hard thing to look up to. So I'm not going it, to. Do it probably it. is a hard thing to look up. Hey, I know um, <laughs> there was something there. We've already had a coaching meltdown. Have we? In Shit. the XFL. I don't. Okay. Obviously, I, I don't think you caught this. Uh, this weekend, let's see, the New York Guardians won. 
Uh-huh. Um, it looks like the Tampa Bay Vipers are the garbage team that nobody likes. Sure. Um, the LA Wildcats got thumped by the Houston Oilers. I say Oilers with quotation marks, yes. heavy quotation marks. They're the Oilers. They're trying to be the Oilers and ape the Oilers. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Wildcats, like a day after they lost their first game of the season, fired the defensive coordinator. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> like, on one hand, Jesus Christ, like, something had to go real badly if you're already making a coaching change in the first week of a new league. But on the other hand, like, the Wildcats were undefeated before this weekend, so obviously head's yeah. going to roll. Yeah, right. Know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you this was a uh, landmark loss for the LA Wildcats. This is the first loss in the history of their entire franchise. Somebody's got to be at fault, and defensive coordinator Pepper Johnson looked like he was probably the best, the most at fault there. Sure. <laughs> it just doesn't look interesting. I, I tried, I watched the highlights, and it just felt like the AAF again, and I've already had my heart broken <laughs> Giving too much energy to something that didn't deserve that much energy. My my thing is is that there it seems very clear now, right, that there are two ways to do this. One is you have to work with the NFL even closer than the AAF did in terms of funding, right? Like specifically, you need to partner with the NFL. This needs to be a largely NFL backed and maybe even owned venture akin to the NBA's G League, uh, where it is a testing ground for new rules, where it is a uh, a place where people that don't get drafted can still, like, play and get paid to play professional football. It is still largely the same rules. It's not going to be the over-the-top, like, high-flying uh, stuff that the XFL uh, and the AAF promise in terms of rules changes and and whatever, right? Like, it's not going to be the Wild West. Um, That is one way, I think, to make another football league. I think the only other way to, like, make a league that competes with the NFL, honestly, is to have it be scripted. Is to be, like, have some... Some, like, combination of, like, yeah, again, like, slam ball, WWE, and NFL Blitz, right? Where, like, you you get these NFL players, you have, like, fucking Vince McMahon and the WWE, like, training team teach them how to do safe suplexes on grass or whatever, or, or, I mean, maybe maybe you make other, like, another field surface that's, uh, like, yeah, you, like, have sprung AstroTurf or something. I don't know. Like, there's, I, you have to offer something different. That's the thing, Than the right? NFL. You have to. And not yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah. vaguely different rules, because the Arena League offered different rules and a more radical product. Exactly. Than the, than the XFL is offering. So, and it's that's this why weird still, thing, that's why the or maybe that's why Arena like... Ball didn't work because it was it didn't feel like football, and maybe the XFL is going for the angle. Well, if it feels enough like regular football, we'll keep people watching, which I think was them and the AAF's goal. Uh huh. Yeah. But I I just don't know. I 
my faith in spring football leagues wavered after last season's disaster. Right. And, it was and maybe so... it's just because my hope was too high because I we worked ourselves into a tizzy watching that stupid AAF. Well, I mean, but, dude, how could we have... Uh, yeah, our hopes were too high, but, like, that was catastrophic. Like, people were watching the AAF. There was... The people were, like, excited about it. And people continued to be excited about it even when they ran out of money because it was horrifically mismanaged. Like, they could have kept it going, right? They could have. They just kind of didn't. Um, and they, and they didn't let it like uh, the, the plan, it was, the planning was horrific to the point that like, they didn't consider what would happen if they ran out of money mid season. Like there, that was never a consideration for them because like they had to know that it would take a while to get going. Right. And that, and that if it were to catch on. The best time for it to catch on would be one, the beginning of the season, and two, the playoffs and finals. Like, how like how do you not how do you not have the money to fund your thing through the finals of the first season? Your new fledgling, like kind of you know, well, well supported in terms of like the people, right? They they had legit people, like legit football people on board. It is it is wild to me that they couldn't even make it to the playoffs, and it, 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 that was like, I think both of us thought the worst case scenario is they just played out the season and and they're just kind of I thought went it out would last one season, whimper, right? Yeah, and slowly slowly gone out, and everybody would forget by the time the championship happened. Exactly. Now yeah. I think that's probably what the XFL is in for. Yes. Yeah. The probably. XFL is they not going to have money. the fun. They're not going to have the funding problems that the AAF did because Vince McMahon is a bazillionaire mm-hmm. and he's he's at least in some sense learned i mean the last xfl lasted a full season he's got more experience under his belt than the aaf people did he's got more money the question is will anyone give a shit i i mean no man i did not get a sense and maybe it was because I was actively part of the AEF fan base last year, but it felt like there was more hype for the AEF, more more talk than there was about the XFL yes. this weekend. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and I think it's because of all the shit we're talking about, about how the AAF was so mismanaged. A lot of people that were really excited to have an alternate, like an alternate to the this juggernaut, this evil juggernaut that is the NFL, like a bunch of people that wanted that felt heartbroken honestly that they can't that that they you know that 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 it was mismanaged so poorly that it didn't the only way like no one's i think don't want to get fooled again yeah i think the only way a spring football league truly has a chance in the current situation of football is the nfl starts to noticeably decline in quality yeah yeah like we need the nf the nfl is too big to fail right now Mm -hmm. it's it's all of football is the nfl like if you ever visit the (laughs) the pro football hall of fame all you 
they it's basically nothing but NFL, and they have one room called Other Leagues, literally oh called God. Other Leagues, where they just have some historical markers from like way before the NFL was created, like one display for the Arena Football League. Like it's pathetic. It is nothing but NFL. We need the NFL to decline, noticeably decline, to be on the downswing, to have viewers leaving to the point where it's starting to genuinely lose money. Not not a fluctuating, anything like that, but genuinely losing money for an alternate football league to come in and capture what viewers were losing in the NFL. The NFL has to really start fucking it up. Yeah. And, and then the another league has to come in at that point in time to really siphon off those people. It The NFL just isn't... It hasn't fallen that far yet. I think we're at the beginnings of that decline, mm-hmm. and we've we, we we I think we hit peak NFL probably early last decade, but we're still a little too far away from the NFL being genuinely in trouble. Yeah, well, especially since we got so many promising like youngsters, like the new generation of the NFL looks really really good, you know, and fun. I would. Which is kind of why I'm saying that the only two viable, at least now, right? The only yeah. two viable routes are you either partner with the juggernaut, right? Do, and do an NFL G League. Or uh, you do something that is not really even competing with the NFL, right? Just just like how pro wrestling isn't fucking competing with boxing or MMA. Yeah, I guess it really isn't. It's its own thing. I mean, yeah, like that, that's my thing is that, is that you would like, I would watch that for different reasons than I would watch an NFL broadcast, right? I would want to yeah. see the the silliness, the storylines, like the, the promos, the people like cutting, uh, can you imagine the fucking Instagram and Twitter and like, uh, TikTok beefs between the teams <laughs> and players if, if they got like script writers to write them? It would be fucking amazing, dude. It, it, we could have some genuinely good stuff. I would love that. Just, I would just some really, really stupid, dumb stuff. If like we get a show where it turns out like the main linebacker of one team is caught on camera sleeping with the yep. wife of the opposing team's quarterback that he's about to play the next weekend, like that kind of stupid, ridiculous, dumb crap, like. There'd be something fun to that. I mean, yeah, it, it, it'd like, be so dumb, but it'd be dumb in the way that wrestling is already dumb, exactly. and people already like that. Yes, a hundred percent. Like, uh, yeah, you'd have like moments of someone like secret, like right before the snap, rips off their jersey and 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 like uh, uh, reveals that they've been like they've signed with the other team secretly. Oh my god! If somebody signs with the other team like halfway through a game yeah, right they, they, yeah. he comes out of halftime and uh like the quarterback throws to him and he catches yep. the ball and he runs into the other end zone yep and e- everyone's like what and he just rips his jersey off and it's the other team's jersey yes. he's like what up yeah, fucking heel turns are you are you kidding me i would watch that and i think a lot of other people would too honestly this is like this is one of the good ideas we've had on this show is that if you want to if you want to do the XFL, fucking go all in. Go all in. Do the shit. That none none of this the half fake shit. Fun. We need stupid. We need players coming out to ridiculous music. Mm-hmm. We need 
players driving out onto the field on yeah. motorcycles. Exactly. Yes. We, <laughs> we need uh like the 50-yard line to be a cage. Oh my we fucking need, god. We yes. need we, Oh my well the like, whole dude, a fucking football cage match? Are you kidding me? Where they put the whole fucking stadium in a in like in a cage and out of there is no out of They bounds. kind of turned it, it yeah, they kind of turned it into arena football except where, with the ceiling like, so that the kickers and punters like Ah. <laughs> uh, I want the this, kickers man. and punters they just have to kick it and it just goes off the walls. Yeah. Yes. This is amazing. And it's never going to happen, but but the the it's 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 funny and this is something like that that I think exists in you know modern America in the in the like modern western I guess uh hive mind is that like people are afraid of doing the thing that's safe even if it is safe because it's a good idea and it seems radical like the idea is radical but everyone likes it yeah and 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 people think that it is unsafe because it is radical when in fact it is super safe because everybody likes it you know you know what the xfl could really try to do Mm -hmm. is make the live product worth going to see yeah, yeah, that's, like college wh- football. That's 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 something that the NFL I think currently struggles with and currently is moving away from in a lot of ways. The NFL makes all their money from TV deals. Exactly. Yeah, it's the perfect, NFL it's football, perfect couch sport, right? It it's arguably the only sport that's better on television than it is in person. I mean, it's not arguable. That is it is yeah, so it much is. better on the it couch. Is. If you've ever been game. to a game, even a good game, watching yeah. it on TV like there's something it works for they television. Perfect, it they works really have perfected so well. it in a lot of ways. They did. It's so much better than the other sports on television. If the XFL can make a show, like a like a concert show, like the kind of thing where being there is half the fun, even if the game itself is dumb or stupid and the performances aren't great, that's different than what the NFL offers. The NFL offers good armchair sitting there with chips. Yeah. Watching sports and yes. yelling. Yes. If the XFL can offer a great live experience where maybe they play in smaller venues mm-hmm. and they do this ridiculous show stuff where they have pyrotechnics and all yeah. the, and storylines and dumb things like ropes along the sidelines so that players can clothesline other players. Mm-hmm. They they probably could put on like uniforms and stuff like that with a little bit more flair. Like you could have like spiked shoulder pads on the players, yeah. like just really make it a show mm-hmm. and like a traveling show, Harlem Globetrotter ish. I think that would be fun. Uh, again, again, super, 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 super agree, and and I think I think that this is the. Again, like, I think that's one of two ways to do it. I obviously think that's the best way to do it because I think that it, more people would watch this than an NFL G League. Um, but, yeah, I also think these are the only two ways to go if you're, like, if you want to compete with the NFL. is like, it's kind of, you know what? I'm going to make an analogy here. Nintendo, when they made the Wii, right? 
the idea was to reach out to a new market that wasn't necessarily already buying video games and get out of the arms race of like Sony, Microsoft, Sega, like all these people kind of. Yeah, they uh, just did their own thing instead of competing with each other right. xbox sony style well not just like doing their own thing they were like okay so if we don't want to like we are we don't want to get caught up in this arms race because we're probably going to lose right so what can we do to set ourselves apart and 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 kind of not really be in direct competition with Sony and Microsoft anymore. And they were like, okay, so why don't we make it super accessible with the Nintendo DS, have like a stylus and a touchscreen that is really intuitive and easy. And then they did it again with the Wii, where, where it's like, okay, motion controls. What if that's the next thing that makes it really um, intuitive to play no matter how much experience you have with video games? And I mean, they, they kept trying to do they tried to do that with the wii u and it you know failed but like whatever and they did it again i mean with the, switch. the wii u gave us the switch like the right, wii u exactly. is the prototype for the switch the switch is what the wii u should have been right a hundred percent the wii the wii u uh like stumbled so that the switch could run or whatever <laughs> right, the phrase right. is yes uh it was what uh the the wii walked so the switch could fly i think is the thing yeah i'm not sure but I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like that, right? Is that it, the way to the way to chip away at a competitor is oddly to 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 not be in competition with them and grow your and grow your audience uh, in a lateral direction instead of taking them on head on the way that the AAF and the XFL are doing and are doomed by doing. Right? I, like, that's that's my thing. How fun would it be to get Vince McMahon out during, like, a halftime show, giving announcements from the field, and then have a star linebacker come out and Just level him level onto him. the oh, field? fucking God. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. Like, all the stupid shit you see in wrestling. Like, the ridiculous jumps from heights. Like, Are, maybe... Can you... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I need to cut you. I keep doing this, but it's just because I keep getting so exciting. You fucking know how many, like, fist fights they get into in WWE promos, like, when they have the interviewers, like, go backstage? Yeah. Can you fucking imagine that on the sidelines? It would be amazing. It would be what if you just great. have a reporter who's all beefed up, and the reporter's yes. talking to somebody, and maybe he asks a question that an NFL, that an XFL player takes offense to, which is like, why you gotta say that to me, huh? Why yeah. you gotta bring that? And then he tries to attack the reporter, and the reporter beats him up, yeah. and it's just Injured. like, maybe Can't I play. should take your roster spot. Yes. And then he gets the roster spot, yes. and then that guy's the reporter the next week. Like, you could do all kinds of really dumb stuff. I can't believe that this doesn't exist in some form. You, know, you gotta even, you gotta play where no, like no. there's a guy on offense and he's there's only ten players on offense and the other and the defense is just like ah they're dumb they didn't send out the guy and like nobody plays and then the quarterback chucks it really deep and like the other offensive player like sneaks out from behind the goalpost yes. pole yes and he's just like I was here the whole time and he catches the touchdown and they're all the defense like oh shit that's cheating he was offsides and the refs like I didn't see yeah it yeah right yeah I'm yeah someone XFL someone ref, is like one of the I'm, other players on the field is doing a funny dance uh, uh like. Like at the ref or something, or talking to them about something. Fucking ref distractions. Put it in the game. 
Put it in the game. Give give players the microphones after they deliver the bone crunching sack. Yes. Like he, he sacks the quarterback and then like Rev hands him the microphone and he starts going, Yeah, he, he thinks he could try me. That's he yeah, that's shit. hey, hey, not to but that's something that they should do in, in normal football. <laughs> that that's that's yeah, something that the that NFL is, should that's do. True. Is they should have they should have a designated person right after a big play, stop the clock and and get a uh get like the pop off. You know, we need we that. need we need the audio. Yeah, <laughs> we need the pop off. There's a lot of fun. That actually reminds me. I watched uh, the mic'd up of the Super Bowl came out. Was it, was it good? It was pretty good. Uh, you can you can kind of hear the 49ers like when it's in the fourth quarter and they're up by 10. They can kind of like there are clips of like multiple players being like this ain't over yet. Mm-hmm. Like this ain't over yet. And sure enough, it wasn't. It wasn't. I bring this up because I tweeted about this, too. But I always find the mic'd up sections, especially of playoff games, really kind of hilariously tragic uh-huh. because you get the pregame hype up speech of the team that's going to eventually lose. And that's, it's really funny. You know the ending, right? Funny. It's not, it's, yeah. it, you know the ending. So you're watching the 49ers pregame speech and you got the guy right in the middle. It's just like, Whose time is it? It's our time. We're going to go out there. They're never going to forget this. This is our moment. This is our time. This is us. We are going to come back. We are the best. And you're just sitting there like, about that, buddy. All that uh, adrenaline you got right now, you're going to remember this, but not for the reasons you want to. <laughs> yeah, if you ever feel like some good schadenfreude, Watch mic'd up of playoff games of teams that you already know are going to lose because mm-hmm. it's really really funny. <laughs> I want to see I want to see those for the Patriots, right? I think that that would be the only way. I, I would just get really really squinchy watching mic'd up, uh, like like post loss mic'd up footage of teams I either kind of like or don't really have any strong uh, feelings for. Um. Oh man, I just I I would love to to get some of that Patriots action. They're they're just all a bunch of like robots. It's just like I did not do my job. No, oh, yeah, my yep. job was not done. Yep. <laughs> He's Bill's going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. He's going to hurt me. <sighs> uh, some actual football news this this week. Um, Philip Rivers is officially not a Charger now. He's going. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all knew it was going to happen, but it feels like the end of an era. It's weird. I was thinking about this. I this is probably this is the last real holdover from the San Diego Chargers. Like Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates are both re, are both not going to be Chargers now. Gates is retiring. Rivers is gone to wherever he's going. This is the Chargers are presumably going to draft a QB because they, they got a pretty good draft pick. Uh, they might even trade up. But this, the last of the San Diego era, like mainstays, are gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what the team needs to move on from San Diego. I, Not I that mean, I yeah. want them to. Yeah, I, like it, I don't. It does I, like I want them to go back to San Diego. Right, right. But if they are going to stay in Los Angeles, which I, I guess they fucking have to, mm-hmm. maybe maybe this is a way for them to sort of like pave a new direction they'll have a new quarterback 
They'll have it'll be a, the start of a new era. And maybe when I look at them, I'll finally stop accidentally saying San Diego instead of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it really is. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it, man. It feels wrong to me. Not that I'm. I was ever a Chargers fan, but like, it's gonna be weird seeing Phil not in a Chargers jersey. Yeah, and well, and this is the last. Um, like this is the team from like this was I think the last player Rivers is the last player who was on uh that record breaking offense uh like the best NFL offense I think maybe in history I don't know there's uh there's a SB Nation uh chart party about I think it's the 1999 Chargers um who had the best offense in football the second best defense in football and didn't make the playoffs. Um, and I, I, you know, there, there's a very special place in my heart. I think it was that. like the 2008 Chargers was or something 2008? like that. I mean, that would make it, sense. It was, it was, it was, it was no. somewhere in reasonably the last decade. Okay. Like it was, yeah. it was past, it was that past the much more sense but the yeah. thing I said. But yeah, they, I, that kind of makes me sad. Yeah. The Chargers, oof. Yikes. Poor team. Poor remaining three fans that they have. Yeah. It's a bummer. It sucks, man. It sucks. In other news, have you seen the uh, protest that's happening against the Jaguars for the second London game? No. What? What is happening? So the Jaguars are going to play two London games next year. The season ticket holders of the Jaguars are not happy about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Jaguars are already kind of... uh, screwed over in terms of one london game every year that they're, they're like over there at least once a year at this point and we all joke oh well it's gonna be the london jaguars and shit like that but they're gonna have two home games as the london team this year and there are a lot of understandably pissed off jaguars fans mm-hmm, about that mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's two that's two home games that they're effectively paying for that they're not going to go to yeah, unless they, they spend a bunch more money. Shit, dude, that I don't sucks. think so. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. There's there's a lot of people who are pretty pissed off about it, and I was, I was, I, I understand it. It uh, it makes sense. There was, yeah, an online campaign against the second home game across in London. Uh, garnered support from 14,000 fans and like 500 businesses in Jacksonville. It was, it was like, you don't, I wouldn't want to lose that. Like, yeah. that's, that's a bummer. Yeah. Another yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars news. They hired Ben McAdoo. Oh, McAdoo's McAdoo. McAdoo. He has a job. Two years out of the NFL, he has a job. He's and bad. he has popped up. Where Tom Coughlin was fired once again. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. I I miss having Ben McAdoo in the league. I don't blame him nearly as much as a lot of people do for everything that went wrong with that team. No, I mean he wasn't. I, it didn't. He wasn't perfect, but it wasn't all his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in some ways, he was scapegoated. Oh, in a lot of ways, he was scapegoated, right? The, the like, team he, did, he wasn't the, the one who built there the roster. Issues, right. There were huge roster yeah. issues. Like, you didn't really have an O-line or a D-line. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there, there's not a whole lot that, I, you know, it, it, 
he was a, he was the fall guy, right? It was a very easy finger to point. It was, and like it was always going to be a heartbreaker when Eli finally had to bench. But most of us were in agreement that Eli probably should have been starting to get benched around the time McAdoo did. It was just handled the worst way possible. Of like starting Gino instead of you know starting the rookie they had and like the weird the weird agreement they were trying to do. McAdoo wanted to try something new, and honestly, the team was out of the playoffs at the time. They probably should have started to think about it. Nobody really complained when Eli got benched last year. Right. Yeah. Ben McAdoo. Yeah. Ben McAdoo fell so that Pat Shermer could run. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. But I'm glad he he was he was not a bad offensive coordinator no. he just wasn't ready to be a head coach so i hope the big mac moves his way up he's the quarterback coach for gardner Minshew and nick Foles, which ought to be entertaining yeah for sure i i am i'm excited to see uh what happens to gardner Minshew uh next year i think he's a really good quarterback i know he fell off a cliff right uh i know Minshew mania what like lasted four or five weeks and then just ended but I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Well, it ended because they decided to start Foles again. Yeah, it it was. It was. It was a bit of sunk cost fallacy because Foles got hurt after they paid him all that money, and then Minshew comes in and looks pretty decent. They kept Minshew in for like uh, either part of a game or like a game plus after Foles got healthy, right? Yeah, Foles became healthy, and then they Minshew had like a bad game. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, right, all right, right, well, I mean, we're going to put Foles back in there. And it it felt very much like a, well, we have to put Foles in there because we invested in Foles. Mm-hmm. We can't do this. We have to put him in there. When really everyone I know, I, I know a couple of Jags fans, one pretty decently and I, that I talked to about football, and she was pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. She was, she was like, you you can't take him out after what he's done so far and how he's captured everyone's attention. Like you can't do that. Like move on, cut your losses. So I hope we get more Minshew mania this year. Me too. It should be good. Me too. There's a lot of uh, potential movement on the quarterback front this off season, this free agency yeah, period. Dude. We got Philip Rivers going wherever the hell he's gonna go. Uh, all three Saints quarterbacks. Are a yeah, question mark. yeah, right. There's like, there's big like Taysom Hill question marks whether he's gonna. There's be a the, lot the of Taysom Hill guy. takes going on right now, mm-hmm. and that's weird mm-hmm. because Taysom Hill is not starting caliber. I man, I don't know if I agree with that. I think he's starter caliber in the NFL. I don't think he's starting caliber for the Saints, but. You know, he's also I think super the Saints fun. are the only team that would start him, though. Because well, Sean Payton thing, clearly yeah. likes him. Yeah, I, I guess. You're right. I, that makes sense. He has the rapport there. But he, he mentioned on a podcast, like, if he, he thinks he can be a starter and if the Saints still feel that way. I didn't realize he was 30. He's, he's old. 30? Fuck, he, I thought he graduated and entered the NFL at like 28 or 29, something like Jesus. that. Like, he's. Right. He, he, we got branded Whedon, too. Like, I didn't realize how old he was. Like, I, I thought he was, like, early 20s, that kind of thing. I didn't realize that he's basically already supposed to be in his prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mohamed Sanu has more passes in the NFL than Taysom Hill has. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> really, can you can you really 
give up a lot for Taysom Hill, an old guy who has barely thrown the ball at an NFL level and is mostly used as a weird gimmick player in the offense he's currently in. Right. I don't know what the Saints are going to do. They have to, like, Breeze isn't going to go anywhere. They have to pay Breeze. No, they the Breeze pay era Breeze, has right. to end in New Orleans. Yeah, He's too there, there's no important. fucking way. There would be, there would, there would actually probably be riots in New Orleans if they, you know. There'd be didn't, at didn't least a lot them. of drunk people being belligerent yeah. in New Orleans. Maybe a little bit more than average on a standard New Orleans day. Mm-hmm. But there would be anger and Teddy Bridgewater is the one that I do not expect to be back to the Saints in any capacity. Yeah, I, I, that, that makes somewhere. sense. I, and Teddy, Teddy will be fine. He had a, he had a couple decent years. He'll probably have a, you know, starting job somewhere. I think there's there are teams that I think he's he's worth giving one more starting shot. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I think his resume isn't as bad as some of the starters out there. Right? I mean, he was okay as the Vikings quarterback. Yeah. Then he had to recover from the injury, and this year when he had to fill in for Breeze, he he played admirably. He wasn't like a world beater, but he held the game down just fine. Never lost. Like that's worth giving one more shot. Mm-hmm. You stick him on another team. You give him one more shot. Maybe you you bring him to the Chargers to be the uh, the holdover. And sure, another team, like maybe the Bears, depending, like a lot of people are thinking Dalton goes to the Bears. Dalton's another quarterback who's going to end up somewhere else mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got the big Jameis Winston question. Yeah. I Whether what the fucking, what the Bucks are going to do with him. I think he's fucking done, man. I, 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 I don't know. I don't I like I think they're going to franchise him and give him one more season. And this is going to be finally the make or break season uh, for Jameis. Because I don't, because yeah, I don't know I what the Bucks would do otherwise. They they don't have a good enough draft pick to really grab a guy at the top of this class. Mm-hmm. But and Jameis, Jameis is that he's that stupid, awful Favre thing where he's good enough that if you can just get him to stop fucking up, he'll be great. Yeah. But it's the fuck ups that won't seem to go away yeah except like he is nowhere near as good 30 as, interceptions right he's nowhere near as good as brett Favre, right he doesn't have that good of, yeah he doesn't have as good of an arm and also he's a he's a shitter so i will never root for him but like no i yeah like that's that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at too like i I just think he's always going to be that quarterback, right he's always going to be this quarterback and the te- tampa bay buccaneers are, will always be this team under him unless they get like a derrick henry level like game breaking running back you know the thing is like if you look at the buccaneers last year they had a great defense mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. Jameis was on they had a great offense the court the buccaneers feel like they're competent safe quarterback play away from being a genuine playoff threat right yeah yeah agreed they have they agree. have the weapons they have the defensive playmakers now. They just need someone to stop giving the ball to the wrong team. Yes. Yes. I saw a, a video where somebody analyzed all 30 of his interceptions. And interceptions happen for a lot of reasons. They happen because uh, the receiver fucked up. They happen because routes were wrong, read wrong. A lot of things can go into an interception. And it's sometimes it's difficult to determine who's at fault. And the video was basically going into how many of these interceptions were directly, explicitly Jameis's fault. And it was like 18, 
which is still a pretty bad number. Like, you don't want to be throwing 18 interceptions that are directly attributable to his stupidity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. <sighs> well, that's NFL news for this week. Yeah. We got... uh, oh, let's 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 end just real real quick. What do you think is going to fucking happen with Tom Brady? I mean, I think I, he stays I, on the Patriots, right? But like, I think he stays on the Patriots, and I don't think Bill is going to be happy about it. Yeah, I, I don't see Brady being. The only thing that I could see him doing is wanting beating the Patriots on his resume. Right. Yes. I think that's the only reason Brady would want to sign with another team uh-huh. is that he he wants to prove that he can win without Bill. Yeah, that he's not a system quarterback. Right. That yeah. Because that's that is the that is the only argument. And again, I know because it's an argument I make. It is the only argument against Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. Right. Is that he's it a is system it's quarterback. it is essentially the main argument that anyone has against him being the greatest of all time. He has had the greatest coach of all time bolstering him his entire career. If, if Tom so, if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl with any other team, or honestly, in my mind, makes the Super Bowl with any other team, uh, like he, I, the, you have to, you have to, you have like, to. The biggest the argument against time. him is gone. Right, exactly. So yeah, just, if he, if he goes to another team, takes them deep into the playoffs or into the Super Bowl or, God forbid, wins it, the last remaining decent argument against him is gone. That's the only thing I can see driving him to sign with another football team is is that aspect of his legacy. And you know, with his dumb, broke-ass competitor brain, there's something to that. Yes. Uh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to stay with the Patriots but I would love to see him on a different team. I think that would be very, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Crashing. Play us out, Sam. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitch uh, and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. I, I think I'm going to start streaming uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. Uh, every week. Go watch Sam sweat. Yeah, go watch him sweat. Um, yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central uh, on Thursdays. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at uh, Sam Presence, Dave. I'm Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic, on Instagram at Dropplay Dave, and of course on thedropplay.com. But you cannot find me anywhere on Twitch because I do not glisten with the sweat of working out to Ring Fit Adventure. But hey, we're still in the off season, and maybe the XFL will be more interesting this this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, aspiring entrepreneurial boys and venture capitalist girls of all ages, I hope you brought your financial portfolio, your most ridiculously overpriced watch, and your most cuttingly skeptical facial expression, because this is Brand Standing. Brand Standing is a 100% totally real podcast which features real entrepreneurs really battling it out to win the favor of investors and you. Excuse me. Hi. 
Yeah, this is Taylor from Legal Balthazar Games. We're legally obligated to state that this, in fact, is a podcast based on a game. Which is what we would have to say if it wasn't completely real. Which it is! Our contestants come to us from the cutthroat cacophony of the capitalist crush to bring us the most vivid and vivacious adventures, seeking to satiate our striving for success. Uh, no. 30 minutes prior to each recording session, each of our contestants was given two pieces of information. The first, a type of business, hair salon, lawyer's office, haberdashery, and so on. The second, a demographic, Vikings, pirates, people who own snakes for some reason. They had to come up with the name of that business. Which they've been working on for months, years maybe. Also their business plan, their marketing strategy, their organizational structure, business cards, jingles, schematics for promotional squeaky toys. So for our very real contestants, if the idea is right and the pitch is tight, they might wind up doggy paddling in a kiddie pool of that extra sharp investor cheddar. Most importantly, though, Brand Standing gives you the opportunity to step into the role of investor as well. Dear listener, you can grab your leather-bound business planner and go to brandstanding.show and vote for your favorite entrepreneur. I'm legally required to read the following disclaimer. Brand Standing is a 100% contrived show based on the fabulously fun improv game of the same name, coming to Kickstarter this spring. It features podcasters, comedians, writers, and more misusing their talents to come up with brilliant and hilarious business ideas for your amusement. Brandstanding may not be for everyone. Extended listening has been known to lead to earbud rash, unpredictable bouts of hilarity, and thinking up brilliant names for a mini golf course marketed to deep sea divers while you're lying in bed at 2 a.m. Is what we would say if we weren't total tools who hated fun. To stay up to date, you can head over to brandstanding.show or wherever your favorite real podcasts are hosted. Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just, that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay, it's a podcast about... Uh, bosons and other elementary particles? A podcast about strange colored milk? It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer. It's about beer. Cactus safety. How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain. It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one, and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network, and available wherever you get your podcasts.